welcome to another Electric GG podcast. As promised, two days in a row. So I want to talk today about um, not necessarily getting the diagnosis, but the treatment and the test for the diagnosis. You know, I'm all about health and wellness and, you know, just about keeping it real and sharing pieces of my life to kind of help, you know, somebody out. So I kind of fell off the wagon for a while and not like completely off the wagon, like eating meat, eating um, processed foods and stuff from a jar or can. But what I was eating, I was eating um, plain Lay's chips or plain ruffled chips. Like, you know, like, ooh, they're plain. They have nothing in there. They're just cooked in the oil and they just have the salt. And then I was eating Fritos plain. So I thought I was, you know, kind of doing something by eating that and not, you know, you know, it's been like almost four years. So I figure like, hey, I can indulge in some of the niceties of life, you know. And the thing about it is when you first start eating those, when you start back eating those after eating a certain way, they're nasty. They, you can taste like the oil and the fakeness of it. So I'm not even real sure why I was eating it. But I was overindulging, and this is how bad it had gotten. I would eat, like, a family-sized bag, like, half of it the first part of the day while sitting and watching TV, and then go back and get the other half and eat the rest of it the, the, the same day. So pretty much eating a whole bag of, you know, family-sized uh, Lay's chips. And, you know, if, you, if you've seen those bags, that's a lot. And then eating bags and bags of Fritos. And every time I go to the gas station, I would buy a bag of chips like ooh, I want some chips so I had it bad you know I had it bad you know justifying it of course you know like we always do we justify the things that you know we know that's not good for us so we justify it so as a result of me eating those chips and those Fritos I um, developed fibroids so um, it's like, well, how can you get fibroids from eating chips? Because, you know, I was thinking and I did a little research because, well, let me stop. Let me stop. I always go forward and just be like bouncing back and forth. So let me just stay on course. So um, like I said, I developed fibroids. I was in so much pain that I actually went to the ER. And this is going to lead up to the reason why I'm telling this story and sharing this. So I went to the ER twice. So I was in a lot of pain, like it was hurting so bad that it, you know, I don't believe in Western medicine. I don't want to go to the doctor. I don't want, I don't want to have any parts of it. If anything, I would rather go to a holistic place, but I know that there was something wrong. So, and I don't have any medical insurance. So I went to the ER to um, kind of figure out like what is going on. So the second time I went, you know, they did a brand, a bunch of um, tests, which we will talk about. But they did like the ultrasound and they saw that I had some fibroids and in doing a little research, you know, lo and behold, one of the things on the list was chips, you know, because we know that those chips turn, you know, those carbs turn to sugar and the sugar is what feed the fibroids. So if you have a sensitivity to certain things and you know your body, which I know my body, so apparently I carry too much of something because like phytoestrogen the thing that naturally comes in some plants like garbanzo beans and some other plants, I have to do those in moderation because they make my ovaries hurt. 
So I know what to stay away from. And I know sugar feeds fibroids. They make them grow, you know, and that fatty foods. And, you know, I don't have a gallbladder. So I I, I know that I shouldn't have been eating that. So I, um, yeah, I had a couple of fibroids. I don't know how many because I didn't even really ask because I was like in that much pain. Like, oh, my God, this is this is horrible. Like, why am I in this much pain? And I eat healthy and, and I'm taking care of myself. But you know, deep down, I'm like, yeah, you're eating all those chips. So you know, that was like one of the things on the list that you know, causes, you know, that feeds, I'm going to call it feeding the fibroid, because they're not going to grow if you're not feeding them point blank and period. I already knew this. So um, they were running tests. So they, they took the blood, they took some blood, you know, they did the ultrasound, they did um, a pap smear just to make sure I didn't have like any type of infections or anything like that. But the one test that they ran was a CAT scan. So I'm telling this doctor like, hey, I live a chemical free life. And I don't think people really understand when you take all of that out of your life, and it's not in your body and you're not consuming it, there are certain things that will cause problems because it is a chemical. So I'm telling them like, hey, like I live a chemical-free life. Now with this test, I, you know, I don't put any chemicals in my body. You know, I don't, I don't wash with them. I, they're not in my house. You know, I just, I'm just not around it. Like my, I'm just putting fruit and vegetables and water and, and different herbs in my body. So I'm like, is this test going to cause problems? Because they wanted to do the CAT scan with the dye just so they can see and make sure that there was nothing else going on, like with my ovaries or my uterus or anything like that. So I'm like, okay, like, cause I really didn't want to do it. And I should have went with my, my first hunch is to not do it. So they did it. I went back for the CAT scan and, you know, I had the IV in and she shot the dye immediately when that dye hit my system I stopped breathing like I could not catch my breath. I was like, and I had this look on my face. I was because I was like, I don't feel good. I don't feel, and then I couldn't say anything else. And they're like freaking like out, like we need you to talk to us. Like what's going on? And I could not say anything because once that dye hit my system, it it just it wasn't good, and it didn't last long. But it was long enough to make me understand and to realize some things. And hence the purpose of me telling you all this. Are the tests worth the cost of finding out what's wrong? Can we find a better way to see what's going on in our body without putting chemicals in our body? Because they did the ultrasound. They did the blood test. They could have did the CAT scan without the dye. I'm not sure what the purpose of the dye is. I guess to see more or whatever. I don't know. But when you think about when people go to figure out what's wrong with them, all of the tests that they have to take, that they're putting chemicals in their body. So their body's already sick. You know, they're already sick. And then stuff is being added on. Like... 
say like if you're having gastro issues, you're drinking that chalky stuff, that if afterwards, and I know this for a fact, if you do not drink enough water afterwards, your stool is going to be so hard, it's going to be so hard to pass. So this stuff is hardening in your intestines as it's trying to come down, because if you don't drink enough water, it's going to get hard, it's going to get solid, and it's going to be like a brick trying to come out of your ass, like literally. So like I said, I know this from past experience when I was going through all those tests so you're taking the chalky dye you're letting them inject you with dye to see your veins to see something to highlight other things better while they're shooting you with rays you know x-rays and radiation so they're doing all these tests to find out what's wrong but is it really causing more problems and I get we have to You know, sometimes you have to figure out what's wrong in order to fix it. But can there be a different way of figuring out what's wrong without adding more chemicals, without adding more poison in your body? I mean, that's something that really hit me. Like back in the day when I was sick and I had all that crap in my body, it didn't matter. I would get MRIs, would die and all kinds of stuff. And I never had an adverse effect to it because my body was already sick and filled with poison. So I never felt it, but because my body is clean and there's there's nothing in it, oh, I felt it. I felt it and it, it was not a good feeling. So I'm thinking like if I was to, something was to happen and I would have to go to the hospital and I couldn't articulate that I live a chemical-free life, say like if I was in a car accident or something like that, and they start putting all those chemicals in my body, the reaction would probably be horrible because my body wouldn't be used to it. It'd be like, whoa, what are you doing? What are you doing? So my question is, are the tests worth the diagnosis? Can we speak up for ourselves and say, no, I don't want you to put that dye in me. No, let's let's figure out a different way to see what's going on. It's like you're having gastro issue. Why not, you know, do a scope where you're not putting chemicals in your body? You know, you're not drinking the dye, which where is the dye going? You know, you're putting that stuff through your system. Where is it going? No, I don't I don't want the 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 contrast with the MRI you know what I'm saying like speak up for yourself and understand that once you find out what's going on with you then you can take things you can you can figure out more natural ways to heal your body you can take that step like okay so I know what's wrong now let me do a b c and d let me you know start with you know the foods that I'm eating then environmental or let me if it was environmental let me start with environmental and then work on my food you know just things like that but stop letting them put those chemicals in your body because to me for me it wasn't worth it because like I said I stopped breathing for a minute it, and it probably wasn't even a whole minute but I could not catch my breath like my my body it, it just was like because I felt it like I I literally felt it when she put it in there like it it's so weird I felt I felt the stuff like going through my body and it just it kind of just like took my breath away like 
because I didn't even know when they were doing it. They just, you know, kind of did it. And it was like an instant reaction. And it scared them and it scared me. So if I wasn't chemical free, my body would not even have reacted that way. But just know that if it reacted that way because I don't have chemicals in my body and you're still full of poison and they're adding more stuff, is that adding to the symptoms that you have? Can it make things worse instead of making it better? Those are some tough questions. These are some real tough questions. And I really, I really need people to start thinking like if you are not feeling well, it's time to make some changes. You know, what can it hurt to stop to say, I'm going to stop, you know, eating these certain foods to see how I feel? What can it hurt? It can't hurt anything. But what will hurt is them running test after test after test after test just to figure out that what's wrong is what you're putting in your body. It's the the chemicals that they're putting in your body from the test as well as the stuff that you're eating. And then if you're stuck in the hospital, the hospital food, I talked about that before. The hospital food is, is, is worse than you picking out your own food, your own poison. It's like... It is horrible. So you're you're consuming the poor mal the the food in the hospital that has no nutrition, plus getting test after test, getting dyes put in your body and other chemicals put in your body and doing x-rays and CAT scans and MRIs and just all kinds of stuff just to figure out. And like I said, we you already know. I need I need to change what I eat. I need to just stop the madness, stop the the cycle of craziness and just start thinking like, hey, I need to just stop. Think about what I'm putting in my body, read my food labels, understand the side effects. And if I understand the side effects, maybe I can understand what's wrong with my body because the doctors, they're not gonna ask you like hey what have you been eating they're just gonna be like here let's just run this test let's run this here take this medicine here get out that's it here get out because I had the doctor in the ER tell me because I was like how before I looked it up like how I mean I like I said I knew sugar fit, fed the fibroids it's like how could I get a fibroid you know fibroids when I don't consume any sugar like I don't eat sugar I don't eat processed foods I don't eat any of that stuff I eat clean. He was like, oh, well, it's just something that you get. You know, you just, there's nothing that you can do to control it. That is a lie. That's misinformation that you get when you go to doctors or when you go to the hospital. I'm not advocating you not go, but this is the misinformation that you get. And I wasn't even going to argue with him because I'm thinking like, that sounds so stupid. You don't just get fibroids for no reason at all. They're coming, you're feeding them. You are, you are literally feeding them. That's the only way they're going to, you know, they're going to grow and progress and just, you know, be a pain, literally be a pain in your side because you help them grow. Like the the movie um, Little Shop of Horror, feed me Seymour. And if you're young, you don't know, you don't know anything. You don't know what I'm talking about. But it's like the the Venus flytrap plant when you talk about feed me Seymour. So that's what you're doing with the fiber. That's how I see a fibroid as a 
as a, a, a plant, you know, a man-eating plant, just consuming the sugar, like, feed me, and I'm going to cause you pain, like, feed me, feed me. So that's how I saw the fibroids, but what he said, I'm just looking at him like, you are so stupid because that is not true, and he's a doctor, you know, he's a doctor, you know, maybe it's because he didn't specialize in women's health, so he doesn't understand, I don't know, but I'm thinking like, no, that's not true, if I'm not feeding this fibroid, it's not going to grow, so... Anyway, but I'm all better now. I have no pain. I stopped eating the chips. I think I'm about one month in recovery. My name is Regina and I was addicted. No, my name is Regina and I am addicted to Lay's chips and plain Fritos. Yes, my name is Regina, but I have not touched them. I am about has it been 30 days i don't know i don't know how long it's been i've been clean for a couple of weeks now thank you thank you very much and that is my story so that's my final answer guys i'm just gonna say not my final answer but my final thought is to really think about and stand up for yourself don't let them just continue to run tests on you just putting more poison in your body really think about what you're putting in your body read your food labels Look at the side effects because it may be that a a symptom that you're having is a side effect to something that you're eating because you're not aware of your body and because you don't understand what the food is doing to your body. So it may be a side effect to something that you're eating. You know, start evaluating what you're eating. Start really, really digging deep into the things that you're putting on your body, the lotions, the perfumes, the shampoos, the body washes, even the nail polish, you know, just in the relaxers, if you use relaxers, the hair glue, all of those things are chemicals seeping into our body, wreaking havoc, all of those things. So just look at those things and try to figure out like, hey, how can I help myself? You know, I'm going to get the diagnosis, but I'm not going to get sicker while trying to get a diagnosis and if they come back with well we don't know what's wrong it's time to reset it's time to reset it's time to take everything out of your diet and reset like really reset take it all out give your body a break and introduce stuff one by one to see what the culprit is but that's all you know that's all so take care of yourself guys and Don't let them keep putting that poison in you, all right? Electric Gigi out. Bye. Hello, 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 and welcome to another Electric Gigi podcast. Ooh, have I got a topic today. So what I want to talk about today is... um, just all the dis-ease out there and I just I'm just gonna put it out there there are so many people being diagnosed with different types of cancers and other ailments of the body and then on Facebook it's so funny and um, I just see all these uh, stories about people who are like turning to more holistic approaches to healing their body from the uh, horrible ailment of uh, cancer. So I see like they, they're doing some tomb things, like they're s- sitting in this little, I don't know what it's called. It's like, 
I don't even know what it's called, but they're in this thing and then they're having other things done to their body that are, that's more holistic and less, and less toxic. So I, I will say that, you know, some of the doctors or practitioners are understanding that chemotherapy, it is horrible, horrible on your body. It is toxic chemicals being put in there. It's killing every good and bad cell. So it's not just only attacking the cells, the cancerous cells, but it's also attacking the good cells. So it's leaving your body in a state of um, vulnerability. So you're vulnerable to anything. You have to run around with masks on and you have to pretty much tell people, oh, if you're sick, you can't come around me because I can get sick. I can't be around this. I can't be around this. And and I don't understand how that's living. You, you're, you're, you got one thing wrong with you, but you're blasting your whole body with poison. Makes no sense to me. So, um... Yeah, I just I see a lot of advertisements of uh, people doing more holistic things or trying to get people to do more holistic approaches. And then I also um, heard through the grapevine that the some of the, the doctors are telling their patients to like drink alkaline water and to stop eating certain things, which is good. It's like a start. To me, it's like a Band-Aid because alkaline water is still man-made and there's a process to make that water alkaline so if you get an alkaline water with a high ph balance of 10.0 and that's a whole nother topic then guess what you're still putting poison in your body so how about getting nature's alkaline water which is spring water natural from a spring straight from the source so um that's enough about that spring water because that's a whole nother topic so with that being said, so the doctors are, you know, they're they're trying to do their due diligence for, you know, their patients and to let them know about different options. But then they're also scaring them into treatment. Um, I've heard some horror stories about how doctors, you know, if a person wants to stop treatment or not even do treatment, the doctors are pretty much telling them that they are going to die if they don't take their poisonous treatments like that is the only option to cure the 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 cancer the disease of their body now we'll tell you that from doing research and from studying i do understand that cancer just means that your body is highly acidic and that's why they suggest the alkaline water and suggest that you make some dietary changes in your life. But the changes that they suggest is not nearly enough to get your body into an alkaline state where the cancer cannot live. So might I make a suggestion? Might I make a suggestion? You get the diagnosis and this is a new day, a new day of learning, a new day of discovery, a new day of understanding your body and a new day to just start a new lifestyle. You get the diagnosis. How about you do your research? How about you do your due diligence and you just take all of the crap out of your diet and you start new, you start fresh, 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 you say yes, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, nuts, seeds, whole grains, ancient grains. I'm not talking about genetically modified fruit and vegetables 
or hybrid man-made hybrid fruit and vegetables all kinds of processed foods no I'm talking about real food I'm talking about getting way back to the basics I'm talking about making your food from scratch I'm even talking about once you get the diagnosis you just start eating raw and juicing how about that you know don't use no oils don't don't do any of that because what you're trying to do is you're trying to clean up your system you're trying to give your body a break so that way it can heal itself now I will say I saw this article um, on Facebook where this guy had this these um, this inoperable type of cancer and the type of cancer that he had it causes it caused tumors to grow on the outside of his body and they're saying that there was nothing they can really do for him um, I don't even know if it was considered cancer or if it was just like the tumors. I'm not real sure, but there was nothing they can really do for him. And then the people who have this disease, they were like pretty much disfigured because they will have like these tumors that will grow on different parts of their body. It could be their face. It could just be anywhere. So he, they were considered like the tumor kids and they didn't have friends and it was just a sad state of affair. And he took control of his life. He took back his life. He changed everything about what he put in his body and started working out. And lo and behold, the tumor stopped growing. So this is stuff that, that they tell you, I guess it was considered an autoimmune disease because once again, it's your body fighting against itself. So once again, it just says, and I see story after story after story where the person kind of overcame the obstacle the the diagnosis whatever that ailed them and just um kind of uh understood that they needed to make a change to save their life so they they took all of the crap out of their diet start working out and it helps and people don't understand do your research it helps you do not have to put the poison in your body you can live a life that um without without that because some of the studies have shown that getting the chemotherapy treatment causes more harm than good because what happens is the cancer comes back and it comes back even stronger and then it's resistant to the chemotherapy so what was all that for what was all the hair falling out all the sickness the body weakness just feeling like crap what was that for when all you had to do was just give up you had to give up the junk food you had to to give up the processed foods you had to give up the meat you had to give up the cheese for me giving up that stuff is is man I tell you what I would rather give up that stuff than give up my life the way that I'm used to living, walking, talking. I would rather do that than than just, you know, give up my freedom, my independence. And I know it's just, you know, it's like it's just hair to grow back. But who wants to feel like crap just so you can quote unquote feel better? It just doesn't, it's like an oxymoron to me. It just doesn't make any sense. I just don't understand how... It, it could be beneficial how they say, you know, killing everything is worth. I, I, I don't know. I just, I have no words. Whew. So with all that being said, all I want to say is just take control of your life. Do your research. 
There are so many other types of doctors out there that people just don't know about. They just go the traditional route and the traditional route isn't always the right route for you. So do your research. Don't get scared. Don't get scared into doing a treatment. Do what's best for you. Do your research. Take care of your body and understand poison isn't always the way. You'll see study after study after study that says that um, that the chemotherapy is a horrible way to treat the poisons in your body. Now, I've, I've even ran into people who said, like, I, I had was work, I was training with a girl before, and she said, um, my uncle, he had, uh, I think it was liver or some type of cancer, and we we changed his diet, and he didn't do chemotherapy. So it's people out there who has done it. I mean, they may not be as extreme as taking every single thing out but they got their body back balanced they got it back balanced because when you think about it and when you look back when you look back like whoa what what's going on with my body why is my body sick nine times out of ten the things that you are consuming a lot of the foods when you look at some of the side effects they're carcinogens the lunch meats you know the dyes all of that, they're carcinogens. When you're cooking in those oils and it starts smoking, that's a carcinogen. And then you look at the stuff that you're putting on the outside of your body, the lotions and the perfumes. You're spraying that perfume. That's a carcinogen. You're spraying aerosol, Lysol in your house because you want it to smell a certain way. That's a carcinogen. So you're breathing in all that stuff. You're putting all that stuff on your skin. You're you're relaxing your hair or, or you're putting perms in it. And, you know, so just all of these things that are not conducive to good overall health. Take a look at what you're consuming on the inside and what you're consuming on the outside. There are some things that are out of our control, but there are a whole lot of things that are in our control. So before you start putting more poison in your body, look at the poison that you've already put in your body and start making changes. This is my plea to just make a change before you you do something that you can't you can't change or you do something to your body that's irreversible as far as having them cut pieces of your body out and then you're stuck with a coloscopy bag or you're stuck with no breasts or you're you know you're 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 you just they're just taking things out that were not meant to be taken out so just think before you just jump into it because you got scared. The diagnosis is scary. And I can't say that I understand because I have not got that type of diagnosis. I mean, I've gotten a diagnosis, but not that type of diagnosis. So I can't say that I understand where you're at and the fear that you may have. But what I can say is you just just stop, think, take control, and don't let the diagnosis rule what you would do make an informed decision look at the things that you're doing to yourself and make some changes and then 
And then, only then, if that doesn't work, and I know it will, because I do understand the power of changing what you eat. I do understand the power of food, the power of your environment, whether it's mental or the physical. I do understand that power. So make some changes. Don't just jump in because you're scared. So guys, I want you to take care of yourself and understand this is a new day, a new day of self-discovery, a new day of learning, a new day of knowledge. Gain that knowledge and understand. So that's all I have for today. Let your GG out. Be healthy, y'all.